0: Hello
1: everyone. Welcome back after the long-awaited wait. Whoops. Who but sex?
0: The wait was my bad. Um, life happened. Uh I didn't mean for it. But you know, we're here now. We're, we're here. back at it. We're getting back in the groove. I think Mondays are shaping out to be our new
1: The new day. Our new
0: official set day. Because the those last few were kind of jumping around from a Wednesday to a Sunday, and now Monday seems like it's set.
1: Like right there.
0: For for the time being and going forward.
1: No, but hey, at least we made it back. We're here again. We're here for another week, and we have an amazing topic to dive into again this week. Done a lot of research, a lot of digging in, got a lot of information for you guys, Before we get into that, though, I mean, it's been a couple weeks. How Mm -hmm. have you been? Where have you been?
0: Um, What's
1: been the holdup?
0: (laughs) Well, the first holdup was that my phone bill is way too astronomically expensive for no reason. Respect. For full unlimited talk, text, and data through T-Mobile. Right? Right. $110. I want you to guess if that includes the price of my phone itself.
1: Well, I'm gonna assume no.
0: No, no. My phone has been fully paid off for a good couple of years now, and I'm still paying a hundred and ten dollars.
1: That does seem like a lot. I feel it's like a lot. Most places are a lot cheaper if you yeah. own your phone. Yeah.
0: So my phone service got shut off because I couldn't pay it on time because it was astronomically ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And T-Mobile customer service was zero help. So I had to scrounge, tried to do some some tarot readings in order to make enough moolah to get it turned back on. And by that point, it was too late in the day for me to swing by and do the podcast
1: but you made it you got your phone back on i did i got it back on
0: and then last week i got sick again
1: oh you got sick again
0: yeah it was like another head cold or something just like some light congestion and a cough really but it was super annoying And and i still have a lingering some lingering congestion still feeling it. it's trying to make its way out but it's not helping however i did see this thing on tiktok that i'm kind of curious to try to that's supposed to help loosen up old mucus
1: oh i actually there was like forever it was forever ago but i went to the doctor one time Uh and they had told me that i had a unusually high amount of mucus buildup in my throat and then did nothing about it so
0: They were like, but it's not like a problem. So yeah. fr- you're fine.
1: Didn't like you're just clear your throat for the yeah. rest of your life. It Was just like, hey, yeah, you have like a, a b- normally large amount of mucus in your throat, and now it's just like I smoke and I always like be hacking yep, up some shit. Same. It's like don't
0: don't smoke, kids.
1: It's the regular. But how's the, anything exciting that you want to share that's happened to the yes, like Yes, very exciting
0: for me. So, um, as some people may or may not know, I am a hairstylist, a cosmetologist. Um, yes, thank you. Uh, I was working at a great clips for the better part of two years off and on. And then I decided to take a step back from that to do drag. Yep. And now I've decided that it's time to step back behind the chair and get back to doing what I love career wise.
1: Yay. Um
0: I'm just having to retake my examinations because state board is silly little goose. Silly um, little geese. But they changed the requirements so now instead of a hands-on practical exam, it's a written practical exam. Oh. So you have your theor- your written theory and now your written practical and the written theory is all of like The anatomy-type questions. Okay. The anatomy and physiology portion of it with some, like, technical and styling questions. And then the written practical is all of your safety, sanitation, and technical styling questions. Ooh. Yeah. So, super easy. I went and took the mock of it today.
1: Are you feeling, like, confident?
0: Well, given the fact that I passed the mock written practical... First try.
1: No. Okay. That's good. That's a, um, that's a good sign. I,
0: I did not pass the written theory mock.
1: Oh, goddamn.
0: Just, just but for having not touched that side of it in almost three years, in like two and a half years, I, I, I'd I say I did pretty okay. And some of the questions <clears throat> I thought I had like, like, like I knew the answer in the back of my head, but I second guessed myself and then changed it. So I learned a few things. It was not to second guess my gut.
1: No, never do that in And just any it helped life. me
0: know what I need to brush up on before I go in and actually take the actual test. Okay. So I should be, hopefully, <clears throat> my goal is no later than mid-March, being back behind the chair part-time. My job is super awesome, and they said that I can still do my reception job for the couple of days a week that I do. And then do a couple of days on the books behind the chair, so that way I can slowly transition into getting back behind the chair, full time. Oh, so that's very exciting. I've rebranded my beauty page. I'm about to self-promote, so don't mind me. Um, on Instagram and on Facebook, it is cut the mic. Bewitching blades. Um, so go ahead, head over to Instagram and Facebook and drop a follow. I'll be posting some old portfolio work that I hadn't posted yet, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to my return behind the chair. And then once I do return behind the chair, I'll have a big, grand post announcement about it, along with my hours and my service prices.
1: And we'll make sure to shout that out when that comes, and make sure everyone goes gets their hair did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What it was like to have a nice head of hair, and now know. we got someone right here to give us all those cool little tips and tricks.
0: I'm about to work my beauty magic. Oh, well... <coughs>
1: I will say my week has not been as exciting. I'm getting into a really good routine now from this new job because I got a new job like about a month ago now. And so now I'm finally falling into like a nice routine, which is good because I've been like feeling a lot better in the morning, feeling like a lot better when I get off of work and like more motivated. Refreshed? Yes. Like I'm just feeling really good. So I'm like, besides that, like... The Super Bowl was yesterday. Did the superb we owl. We all saw Rihanna's performance. We all saw that she was pregnant.
0: That was, I think, so thus far in 2023 has been the most iconic moment. Is Rihanna telling us that she was bringing a special guest with her to the Super Bowl. Everybody hoping, crossing every limit they can, that it was Tom Holland in his umbrella get-up from lip-sync battle. Um, Just for her to, at the very beginning, have it pull away from her face and her do the universal performer symbol for I'm pregnant, which is rubbing a circle around the belly. And I think that's beautiful.
1: I will say, oh my gosh, I got got by Twitter, though, because I saw something that was like her special guest was going to be Christina Aguilera and she was going to like drop a new song and I got really excited and then I kept waiting for it and you then it didn't for happen it. and I was like damn nope. I got caught no
0: nope. the, the special guest was, was, uh, was her baby, baby number two
1: her whole, whole ass baby and she was pregnant she's six, you six months pregnant yeah she's pregnant
0: and a lot of people were like didn't she just <clears> have a baby and I'm like yeah May of last year
1: I, no, <laughs> the baby's
0: I, nine months old now you can you can start trying again about six weeks after birth as long as everything's healed right
1: I literally did the same thing I was like, no, she just because like I was like, nobody talks shit about Rihanna. She's not pregnant. She just had a baby. Like, give her a fucking second. And then somebody, it was my mom. She was like, she had a baby like last year. It's like almost been a year. Ago. And yeah. I was like, no, the fuck she didn't. And I had to look it up. Like, when was Rihanna's baby born? And it was March. And I was so, like, oh, fuck. and like, so, if
0: she's if she's uh, six months pregnant now, that means she got pregnant three months after her other baby was born.
1: Yeah, she wants kids close in age, which is tight.
0: Fairly normal length of time to wait for if you're wanting two kids and have them close in age.
1: Well, and I'm quite frankly, too. Like, if I was a billionaire and I had just <laughs> the endless amounts of money, like, I wouldn't give a shit how many she kids I She has the money to do fast. it. Yeah.
0: She ha- she's a great mom. She looks stunning. Was it the best Super Bowl halftime performance? No. No. But that's also... That goes to Michael Jackson. <laughs>
1: Here's what I have to say, though, about that. Because, yeah, everyone is, like just saying a bunch of shit online about her performance but the thing is is like was it the best performance ever no Ugh. but there was nothing in that performance that made it a bad performance or anything to like say anything negative about the performance was good the set was good the dancing was good the song choices were amazing Fabulous. it all was great it wasn't over the top spectacular like fan fucking show-stopping. I feel like I everybody was expecting to her to
0: do, like, back handsprings. And, and yeah. she told us in the first five seconds that she was pregnant. So, of course, she's not going to be doing as much. She still did quite a bit. No, was she was still fairly impressive for somebody who's six months pregnant.
1: My favorite parts was always when they would zoom in on her face, and you could see that she knew, like, I'm fucking Rihanna, but like, I Rihanna. can do whatever I want up in this stage, and you're going to eat it up. Because you, I fucking told you to. Did you
0: see her halfway through where... She reached over and grabbed a Fenty Beauty product I did. and touched I like, up her it, face and her then gave it back.
1: Product placement. That's what, what, what
0: an advertising queen. It she knows what she's about. It was perfect. I, I wish there would have been something a little extra as like a, a wink and a nod to Fenty uh, or to Savage Beauty. Fenty Savage kind of lingerie.
1: In like but, some sort of
0: but her outfit was
1: It was gorgeous. amazing. And the fact that like there was at one point when she was on that floating platform and you could zoom in and see, and you could see that platform was like fucking wobbling. And we were trying trying to
0: figure, me and a friend of mine were trying to figure out how she was connected. Like how, like, was she attached to anything? And you can kind of see it like down when she's up on there doing a couple of closer ones. You can see that there's like hooks, like carabiners, uh, attached to the floor, and you can kind of see it leading up the back of her big old jacket, which I'm guessing is then gets attached to a harness that she's wearing. Because mm-hmm. they did cut away from her for a good few if, seconds there. Do I think connect her back to it? And if you go
1: back and look at the performance, when she's on the stage, there's a red belt. A
0: big old belt.
1: Yeah, and then when she's just standing on the platform, there's no red belt. Oh. So that's what it's, like, hooked onto. Mm-hmm. But, so we did a little catch up here. I was super excited to see that. And it was amazing. Top of the line. But we got a lot of story to get into. Like, and we're super excited to talk about the exploitation of the world's oldest profession.
0: Do you know what the world's oldest profession is, Cody? Tell me. Prostitution. See, sex work is the world's oldest profession. It dates all the way back before Christ.
1: Yeah, so we did some digging, and we went and looked back, and I was, you know, when we were, we always go through, and we pick out a topic at the end of each episode Mm -hmm. that we do, so at the beginning of these days, we just go do some research, get everything in, and my head always goes, is like the history, you know? People Uh want a little backstory. They want a little juice. Of course.
0: We're we're here to to give you all of the knowledge.
1: So I was reading back, and I go ahead and look and see that prostitution is the earliest... Or the earliest date of like recorded prostitution was all the way back to twenty four hundred BCE as a prostitution,
0: and that's just <sighs> recorded. That's not even there. Could have it could have gone long before that. That's just twenty four hundred BCE was when they f- it was first being written down and recorded as being a job.
1: So, as that recording said, it said in the city of York, York, York. These places started popping up that, like, were described as, like, a brothel, but also like a temple, like a temple, temple brothel. brothel. They were ran by Sumerian priests that dedicated these temples to the goddess Ishtar, Ishtar and homed three different grades of women. The first grade of women in these ground, The first grades of women were only permitted to perform sexual rituals in the temple. The second gra- group had access to grounds and catered to visitors and then the third lowest class lived on the temple ground but they were free to find customers on the streets
0: so they were they were the ones working the corners
1: yeah that's i was like so then i was thinking, i was like that's where like prostitutes working the corner comes working from working the
0: streets comes from is dating all, all the way, back, the way back, back here and then the brothels date all the way back and those 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 first grade the the sexual rituals were specifically uh basically having sex with each other in order to appease The gods and goddesses. In this case, Ishtar.
1: I want to, I wish we could go back and kind of see how they decided what woman would go into each group, you know, like what made this woman better than that woman? And she gets group number one versus you get group number three. Is
0: it like, uh, like today's system where if you're like rich,
1: see, that's like, is it off of wealth or is it just like, damn, that girl, how long have you been
0: doing it?
1: Ooh, yeah, Maybe. You to, like, work your way up that would be
0: something we'd have to look into a little bit more but it didn't really say how they categorized them how they decided to place them my best guess would be how long they've been a part of it and what their actual working class would have been
1: see That makes a lot more sense. In my mind, it was probably, like, a group of priests that I would see would, like, bring in a couple women and be like, that one's banging, that's a three, that one's banging, that's a two, she kind of looks like she belongs on the street, so she's a one, put her on the street, oh yeah, I want to fuck her, put her on three, And she's okay, she can be on two.
0: It's like that scene from the Emperor's New Groove where he's like, hate your hair. Not likely. Literally, yikes, yep. yikes, yikes. And let me guess, you have a wonderful personality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, and that's exactly how I pictured it would kind of be. Just back in these days, they would just all be going off. But honestly, too, yeah, they probably went, they probably went more your style than mm-hmm. mine.
0: That so would it- make sense. And then obviously it, makes, it also makes sense that a professional like that would come before Christ, because we know that during Christ... One of his besties was a prostitute. And he Ooh. loved her. Mary Magdalene. Who's that? Mary Magdalene. It's one of Jesus' main bitches. Oh. Not an not apostle, not, but one of his main bitches. Oh. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Do
1: you think you would have, like, hung out with Jesus? Mm. Like you guys would have been homies?
0: Was he hot? <laughs> was Jesus hot?
1: Probably. Probably. See how this is Or was what
0: he I, a, was he like an average fella?
1: I pictured as his he was a good looking fella that was just very nice.
0: That and checks. then people
1: all had really good things to say about him. And as, you know, people tell stories and they get dropped down from generation to generation, they get more exaggerated. Changes. So eventually down the line he becomes this
0: white godlike white. figure blue wide, blonde hair whatever and i'm like no it it's very clearly states in the bible that jesus is black
1: but yeah even so i think he was probably just like a really good guy skin like the really color of nice. like oil people have just taken that story and sent it too far and now he's mm-hmm. just
0: blown up, westernized which is- <laughs>
1: i don't know but During the Middle Ages, prostitution was commonly found in urban Mm contexts, although all forms of sexual activity outside of marriage was regarded as sinful by the Roman Catholic Church.
0: They didn't like it.
1: But prostitution was tolerated because it helped prevent the greater evils of rape, sodomy, and the worst of all.
0: Masturbation. Lord have mercy, the church did not like you to pleasure yourself.
1: I'm sorry, but when I read this, I kind of... I, I died i i started cracking up like they would rather you go buy a woman for an hour mm-hmm. and have sex with a random woman than just beat one off just in the back do it yourself like take five minutes get it done and then nobody knows and you go on about your day but
0: also from an economic standpoint
1: they were getting that
0: checks out
1: dude the you catholic know? church owns about everything in this world so
0: everything
1: you know they want money with except something. for me <laughs> <laughs> but then we give our money to something owned by the roman catholic church
0: probably and then it just
1: comes back anyways
0: probably but listen listen here so, that was the, the the start of, like, the Middle Ages. Yep. The High Middle Ages, which is more towards the end of the Middle Ages leading into, what is that, the Renaissance? I believe. I think. Yeah. Is that? I wasn't good at history. Nah. I don't know history that well. Um, but it was common to find town governments uh, basically making rules that prostitutes uh, were not to do their business within the town walls. But they were allowed to go outside of the walls and do it there. So, like, they would, like, leave and go into the middle of the woods. And like, hey, baby, or certain, me cer- out here. certain streets that were just, literally just outside of the city walls. And they'd do their business and they'd come back. Um,
1: just send out a little message. They got a little note taped to their wall. Like, hey, yeah. meet me here, bring 20 bucks. Or they would be like, bring 10 cents, meet me here i yeah. give you a blowy for 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> Basically. Um, why they wanted to do that? Probably because they wanted to try to keep their towns pure. Mm. But if you're doing it outside of the town, they can't really say much. You know? Very
1: true. Because it's
0: outside of the city limits. Um, but in a lot of places in France and Germany, uh, the the governments came to have certain streets uh where prostitution could be tolerated like Mm. the infamous red light district do you know the red light district is yes yeah it's in europe i would love to go explore that part of europe um and it's it's yeah the red light district is the the biggest prostitution district in the world
1: Hmm. would you ever get one
0: i don't think so I mean, that's, you know. From the
1: red light district.
0: From the red light di- No, I'd like to see it. I'd like to talk to them. I'd like to see, you know, how they got into it. I'd like to see what, you know, what they make of it. What, you know, their ideas and opinions on it. How much they like it. If they mm-hmm. see themselves continuing to do it. Um, But I don't think I would personally pay For a prostitute simply because I have several bitches on my phone that I can hit (laughs) up right now and say meet me at my house in twenty minutes. For For, free.
1: Yeah, I mean we could you could all go we could all go get free sex, but it's the experience. It it is an experience. You know, you're right. Having this like red light district prostitute in your room.
0: I just don't think it's for me personally, but if it's something for you that you would like to try out, by all means as long as you're safe.
1: I'm just too frugal with my money, honestly. That That's part. what it comes down to. It's like, that I just don't part. want to spend my money on that. Plus they, and probably it's too expensive. expensive. Yeah, they're I'm quite like, quite it's expensive. probably just way too expensive. Quite expensive. I would, I would think about all the food that I could rather eat, because like, yeah. I would rather eat food.
0: Yeah. So prostitution obviously comes from forever ago. It's It started slowly sleep, seeping into the more modern world. You know, the Wild West, the saloons, had they had their brothels.
1: Ooh, yeah, the little
0: um, with the girls that would do their, their thing for monies.
1: We've all seen it in the movies. We've the one lady in, that's in just rolling through the bar.
0: You know Les Mis, The lovely ladies? I don't think their I've actually
1: is seen ladies.
0: Um But uh, in the early days of the U.S., like starting in 1910, um, they started making it illegal because they were being influenced by the Women's Christian Temperance Union. Come
1: on, Women's Christian Temperance Which they wanted Union. to ban.
0: They were trying to ban <sighs> drug use. And were the ma- one of the major forces in the prohibition of alcohol. They wanted oh, to get rid of that. prostitution. Um, and then in 1917, the prostitution district of Storyville in New Orleans, which was very prominent, closed. They shut it down. The federal government came in. And shut it down, even though the locals were saying, please no. Like, like some of us, this is how some of us are paying, are feeding our families, you know. The, and then there's other, you know, the, 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 the gentlemen who are seeking the, the company of a, of a lady. Ooh, and now yeah, they're all upset lady. because they, they can't do that anymore. And they're big mad about it.
1: So beginning in the late 1980s, many states increased the penalties for prostitution in cases where the prostitute is knowingly HIV positive. These laws, often known as felony prostitution laws, required anyone arrested for prostitution to be tested for HIV. If the test comes back positive, the suspect is informed that any further arrest for prostitution will be a felony instead of a misdemeanor. Penalties for felony prostitution vary in the states that have such laws with maximum sentences of typically 10 to 15 years in prison. That's
0: such a long time. I do feel like
1: that is actually, like, a ridiculously long amount of time for, like, a non-violent crime.
0: Yeah, but you also have to think of it this way because HIV HIV can and is very deadly if not properly treated, especially in the 80s. Because that was when the AIDS...
1: They didn't even epidemic know what the epidemic started fuck was booming. Happening.
0: So obviously they were going to put bigger penalties on it because it was I, I mean they the reason they probably got away with that was not just the prostitution misdemeanor. They probably were able to get away with charging them for attempted murder. Ooh. Yeah, right? Probably. Right?
1: I mean, yeah, cuz at that point you're willingly knowingly, Cause, cause giving,
0: you're knowingly to giving a disease that could kill somebody and that could be seen as a preemptive and planned and possibly a a way to try to hurt somebody. And that's a no-no in the eyes of the government in any way, shape, and form. So I, I understand how they got to that. I still don't think it should be illegal at all. But today, there are places in the U.S. Um, where it is legal. Very specific... States, counties, I think Texas has one of the only fully illegal operating brothels left. I know there's some the rural
1: parts in Nevada. Rural parts of Nevada.
0: Like I mean it's Vegas. So. Yeah. I'm pretty sure prostitution is legal in, in Vegas. Don't call me on that. I'm not sure. Maybe the outskirts of Vegas. Maybe it's like that whole thing with the walls.
1: Like, you <laughs> have like, to go just
0: outside of the strip in order for it to be legal. You know what I'm saying?
1: They're like, then we're just kind of hush-hush about it. Like, yeah. Like, is it legal? No. But do we say anything? No.
0: But it's beyond just prostitution. There's so many different kinds of sex work. Especially today. True. Uh, strippers. Dancers. Pole dancers. That's our form of sex work. Um... Yeah, doing 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 the porns on the porn sites.
1: OnlyFans.
0: OnlyFans. Family. We got Or any site that's similar to OnlyFans.
1: You the Dominatrix ladies. The
0: Doms. Professional Doms.
1: Escorts.
0: Escorts, which are like prostitutes, but instead of sex, it's just their time. You're basically paying them to go on a date.
1: Naked butlers?
0: Yeah.
1: Erotic massagers.
0: That's, that's the that's the little massage parlors that have happy endings
1: mm-hmm. And then indoor prostitution like the brothel work
0: the brothel work which texts and yeah hmm
1: So that's... yeah they, like w- there's actually been like a lot of different types. I know now especially to just because social media is such a popular thing mm-hmm. that uh, you know only fans just for fans all those self-promoting, self-upload... The,
0: the cam girls.
1: Yes, the cam websites are becoming a lot more popular now. And, like, that's what I kind of see the most. Or people even just, like, running Twitter accounts. Yeah. Like, having really popular Twitter accounts. And Sexy like sense. Yeah. I see people with thousands of accounts that they run, and then they run, like, some other little, like, blog or whatever. Like, people are doing all these, like, things at home to themselves.
0: I have the hiccups, y'all.
1: Which... <clears throat> Let me tell you, too, like, it's not as, it is not easy. Like, I have definitely been like, fuck it, I'm gonna try doing this. Like, why the fuck not? Like, I can fucking do it. Like, if I'm gonna sit here and just, like, jerk off by myself, I can put up a camera and take a couple pics, you know? I do it. I, I couldn't, man. It's too much work. Because I, it's not just, like, posting the pictures. It's posting the pictures, and then you have to, like, go and comment. They need to like. They need to be following people. And it's all still the regular social media work. But, like, I wouldn't mind doing for something more that I really cared about. Yeah. Like, this was... I was just like, oh, maybe I'll make a couple extra bucks. Fuck it. Maybe it will just pop out. Yeah. And then and I think... Really how much people, work it was. Yeah, a lot
0: of people don't realize how much work goes into it. But, I mean, I do a form of... Sex work, granted, is just towards one specific individual. They are my own personal financial sub. Ooh. And basically they will send me money, really, when, whenever I ask. I, I say, princess needs gas money. And he's like, here you go. And I send him pictures of my boobs and my feet. See, I would And do he's that. down for it. I've had that man pay for a full pedicure for me before in exchange for pictures of said pedicure. Oh, it's dear. really helpful in those times where you just need a couple packs of cigarettes. Just a
1: couple things. You know,
0: $20 here, $50 there. And then I'll send him a video or two every so no, no. often just to keep him appeased. And so he's more willing to send me bigger amounts of money.
1: Let me tell you, I would be down to be a sugar baby so fast.
0: A sugar baby without the physical sugar.
1: Yeah, it depends on how far.
0: You can take me out a date. I'll talk to you. I'll take yeah, you can take me out. Don't
1: touch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Do Don't touch
0: me. me. Well, and I'm not going to lie.
1: I'm going to be that person where it depends on who you are. Yeah. If you're good looking, man, like, maybe we yeah, can go these Maybe tools. we can
0: talk about it. Yeah, you you know, we'll see discuss. what happens. But
1: if you're not, then I ain't going like to lie. Like, if
0: you're yet. over here looking I'll like Ed Norton, picks. I think I can negotiate a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
1: At most, I'll send you, like, a nut video. Uh, with sound? With sound. With I'll the, give you sound. If you give you me money, um, Yeah, you got to pay extra for the sound. Do people still like getting sent socks? I'll do that.
0: Socks? So- dirty socks? Dirty underwear? Dirty panties is quite expensive. You just the need to find
1: industry. these people, man.
0: Online. I know. Forums online, and there are websites. There are literally websites you can go to to sell specifically foot pictures or specifically sell your used panties.
1: That is true. And they
0: will go and buy the cheapest panties that they can from a Walmart or a Target. They'll wear them for a specific number of days, sometimes straight, depending on what the client's asking, and then they ship them out, and they just give them money for your dirty laundry. I don't make. Pain. And then you don't even have to wash it.
1: That's nice. You just, you just put it. it. You just gone. you just put it
0: in a in a postage, and slap a stamp, and it's good to go.
1: But I will say, like, as great as all of this sounds, and as amazing as there's been, like, more opportunities for sex work to be put in a positive light, Mm -hmm. there's still so many, like, negative treatment that comes towards these adult film stars, and it's not getting any better. And I feel like, to better understand this, you have to know that, like, 60% of these porn sites out there in the world are based out of the U.S. Yeah. So because legal porn in the U.S. falls within the, like, indecent classification. It's only, it is only legal to produce because the government is not allowed to regulate it. So currently porn, the way it's classified, it's either classified as indecent or obscene. And so if the adult film is considered indecent, then it's fine and the U.S. can't do anything about it and it's unregulated. But if it's obscene, then that's when it, like, steps in and it's illegal and it can't be shown. So because now the US has this space where they can't have any regulation, that's when people in the industry have an issue because they'll come in and they can't enforce any rules or standards to protect any of these workers Yeah, because there's no regulation. So you go in and they're getting paid really shitty. Mm -hmm. They go in and do the typical bait and switch where they're like, oh... I'll come in and do this scene, and then it's not that scene. They're in course to say, like, do stuff they're not supposed to, and then they can't say anything.
0: And it happens all the freaking time, especially with the barely legal just turned 18 girls.
1: That's who they try to target. Who have decided
0: to go in. That's who, that's really who they target. And it's really icky. And uh, they don't know any better because they just turned, they are freshly done (laughs) being a kid.
1: And that's why like, they that's do it that way. Like, that's still because a very young better.
0: person. Like, you may be, yes, legally, an adult who can consent and make your own decisions, but that you're, that's still a baby, you know? Mm-hmm. The idea of me going into something like that after I had just turned 18 is terrifying. I didn't know what I was doing. I was all sorts of over the, like, all over the place. That's oh, yeah. scary. And there's, because it's not regulated, like, all of the other businesses out there, there's no, there's no, nobody, no overlying thing to protect them from mistreatment no. and harm and being forced to do things that they don't want to do. Now, uh, some porn companies are really good about making sure that their workers are well taken care of, getting, you know, tested once a week, making sure that they're only doing what they are comfortable doing with who they are comfortable doing, and we. Definitely give a big thumbs up and we applaud and like to support those types of porn companies because they're making sure that their people are getting paid properly and that they're taken care of in all aspects. They're giving them the help and resources that they need. Whereas some companies, they don't care and they are doing as much as they can to get as much money as they can. And they don't care if that involves people getting hurt.
1: No. And that's the thing is these women and like these young... St- like workers they can't just say no because if they say no then these people are going to just blackball them from everything and yeah now they can't work anywhere and then most of these people are like this is their only form of income this is the only way they need to make money and there's just like no other option for them to yeah. like then just not say no so they're like being coerced and like being forced to do all these things See, it's like it's not like they can just say no and then go work at another company. It's like they can say no, but then that higher up person knows this other person. That's then they're gonna talk, and, and then they're that person and knows you're gonna else. be you're not
0: gonna be able to get work at any other company ever again. And it's just it's icky. It's bad. It's bad.
1: It's really bad, and it's really messed up. And there's really no way to for these people to like do anything, like do anything about it, unless. Like now, it's like having social media makes it better because people can now just speak up on their own. Mm -hmm. But it's not usually people care or listen until they're bigger stars. And in order to get there to be a bigger star, you have to then play by the rules. So it's like they have to go through this shitty shit to then expose it. Like they can't just be like, hey, this is happening to me now. mm -hmm. Because then at that point that it's happening to you, you're nobody and nobody's listening to you.
0: Like me and Khalifa. Yeah. She got into it fresh after she turned 18 and they're all you can listen to her story you can you can look it up online um it's quite sad how much she was exploited how much she was told to do things that she didn't really want to do how much she was kind of pushed around and shoved and tossed from person to person it was just kind of like a doll yeah. and they were trying to create this character that they wanted for her and she has since stepping away from the porn industry itself and into her own business and maybe own types of sex work Mm -hmm. she's been very vocal about the dangers of entering the industry and being very very careful with what companies you work with who you speak to and uh, you know her her biggest advice to somebody who's looking to go into porn work is not to do it.
1: And Because it's, it, it's one of those professions where it's not like you can go, hey, mom, hey, dad, I want to be a porn star. Like, I mean, and if you do appreciate if if this, listen,
0: if you're very open with your family like that, good on you. I still don't know if my parents know I, I sell pictures for money. Um, so mom and dad, if you're watching this, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you didn't hear or see or learn anything new about me today.
1: Well, but that's what I'm saying. So all these, pe- all these like young kids are like traversing it and navigating it themselves, mm-hmm. and it's not like they have someone to look up to or they know somebody older. Maybe every once in a while somebody, yeah, will find an older person they can like attach to within the industry. But a lot of these kids are just like going off of whoever they meet first, you yeah. Know? And like that person can be a complete and scumbag, that's dangerous,
0: yeah. Which is why that are, I think is
1: feeding you lies. Which
0: is why I think the sex work industry as a whole. Needs to be regulated. Mm-hmm. Pro- First of all, legalize prostitution. Because we sell our bodies in so many different ways for labor. Any type of job where you're sitting there and doing something, especially things like servers and construction workers, that, that's selling your body.
1: That's true. For money. That's just very true.
0: In a different way. So why, then, is it such a problem when two legal consenting adults decide to have relations and negotiate a price for said relations that's just a basic barter system like i don't i don't understand i also don't understand why prostitution is illegal but the second there's a camera involved it's okay that is true that's what i've never fully understood is like so in private making money for sex is bad but when you film it it's okay who decided that i don't think that's correct
1: so if you learn anything else today is that if you're trying to do prostitution make sure to at least film it so that if you get caught you could say that you were filming porn and you wasn't prostitution and therefore that is where the payment came from and you can get off of prostitution charges yeah thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) um it's just and that's what i don't think is crazy too yeah it's like if i'm a grown man and i decide that i want to pay someone to like have sex with them and they are cool with getting paid and then having sex with me that's, big deal? Business. that's That's your business. business that's your business
0: that's their business that is like i said as long as it's between two legal consenting adults i don't care what you do with your money it's like also same with the prostitution is the professional doms well that's know. not illegal <laughs>
1: The only way I think, the only reason I think it's not legal is because there's no way to keep track of that money, and there's no way for the government to tax it.
0: That's why it needs to be regulated so that they can tax it, just like any other job.
1: I know, but if we're all doing like cash payments for this shit, like we can't then trust everyone to like.
0: Yeah, well, write down their it's exact the same amounts. in the cosmetology industry where legally required to in to tell you what tips we made if it was put on a card
1: yeah but not if cash. it's in
0: cash or given to us through something like cash app or paypal even then you have to be a little careful with that cuz it has to be sent through like friends and family and stuff like that but um like can i am i technically supposed to probably input my cash tips yes most cosmetologists I know don't keep track of it like that.
1: The only way that I could see so just because
0: sometimes you end up owing money when you do that.
1: The only way that I could see it actually being legal and working out is if they be beca- if like places started popping
0: up brothels. Yeah, with W two forms. Or you
1: walked in and yeah, they you, had a you have a card
0: on file. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then you walked in, you paid for a room, and there was a person in there ready, and like that was your person, mm-hmm. and you got it done. But the only reason that would never happen is because, you know, we're, like, a religiously ran Sex
0: is still so country. taboo. And I'm like, it yes. is 2023. 23. Are you kidding? Grow up. First of all, grow up. Everybody has sex. If you are here on this earth, it's because someone somewhere had sex with somebody else. True. And produced a baby. That is what it is. And like I said, we sell our bodies in many different ways for money. So what makes this one so different? It's not. I think it should be fully regulated, um, and taxed accordingly. I think, you know, brothel. I think, I feel like there needs to be very specific regulations to it. Like, it can only be performed in a, like, legal brothel that's gone through all of the business licensures. And stuff that they're required to, like any other business okay, with wait, W-2s on. on a payroll.
1: Before you finish answering that question, because yes. now I'm going to give you a direction, okay. more of a direction for that. Okay. If they came up to you, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, the legislation people, people yes. that make these rules, they came up to you and they said, hey, Pixie, so we're going to decide that we're going to make prostitution legal. And we need you to write these legislations and these guidelines. What are you putting in these guidelines to make it legal? Well, How are we doing it?
0: Well, first of all, it'd be like just any other standard business. You have to apply for a business license.
1: Okay. You
0: have to make sure that you have uh, like like an owner, an HR department, um, like a management team. Mm-hmm. All, like anything that would come with a normal type of standard business practice. I think ever, all of the workers should be on some form of a payroll of some kind, whether that's hourly or commission you know or salary that would depend on just the business really
1: minimum wage you would still wage.
0: be having to pay minimum wage um at least
1: mm-hmm. but i think
0: for something like that the thing at least in my brain that makes the most sense would be either a salary or a commission not hourly commission and if it based. is hourly it's got to be a pretty petty type of hourly you know what i'm saying See, and that's like how- not fifteen dollars an hour.
1: No, I would Okay. I'm
0: talking more like thirty to fifty. I would maybe kind of, even a hundred.
1: I would kind of picture it how it would be like for serving where so you would pay like a cover charge to get into the building mm-hmm. and that's where like the building would make money. And then you would go and so as like the little like brothel waitress. Yeah. The hostess? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> the
1: reception? <laughs> you would make, like, a server wage of, like, $9.70. Yeah. Like, a couple dollars less than minimum wage. Like, if you're but the receptionist, be, hourly. Yes. The, like, vibe in there is that, yeah, you would still tip them, like, 100 bucks,
0: Customary. Like, a
1: good amount of money because That's what you do at, at you
0: professional Dom Studios. Yes. Is, is you pay the base pricing, right, which helps to pay the... The, the men and women that are working there to help keep the the business open. And then it's customary just like any type of job that is offering a service because that's what it is. It's a service. It's customary at least here in the U S to tip because we still don't pay our people properly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I think needs to happen is it needs to be a full run standard business practice like any other business with an HR department and a management team. Um, all the workers need to be on some form of payroll, be given things like W-2s, mm-hmm. um, and just treating it like any other standard business practice. However, I also think that brothels, like the one the one of the main brothels, the big brothel in Texas, yee-haw. Yee-haw, um, they're required to, like the brothel itself provides weekly pregnancy and STD screenings.
1: See, that I would expect that to be in place to, if I'm going to a business to have sex with someone, I would assume that everybody in there would be clean. Would be and clean it would be like a standard to be and checked. And
0: then if they're not, they would have resources and doctors.
1: Repercussions.
0: Available to be able to send the girls to.
1: In the basement, you dirty whore.
0: <laughs> to be able to send the girls to. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. To make
0: sure that they're getting proper medical care and equipment. And then I also think it would be very important in that type of Setting to just like a lot of standard businesses will have, like weekly or monthly business meetings, Mm -hmm. just like that. Just checking in with all of your, all of your staff, seeing how they're doing, seeing how they're adjusting if if they have any concerns.
1: You feel like your weekly business meeting at the brothel. Everyone shows up. Everyone's like half naked in their little like sex gear, and then you have like the little tiny skinny dweeb manager who's in this like green yeah. button up and he's like, Hey guys, so oh, you're the happening and everyone's just like whoosh, boom, tit is out.
0: Correct. <laughs> but but that's that's what I think uh should be happening here is that is that uh prostitution should be legalized under a business practice such as a brothel and have to follow all proper business procedures in order to be open, remain open, pay taxes you know yes all that jazz
1: well as of now in today's world mm-hmm. so many people are looking because we don't unfortunately have those because we, we are not progressive we are not as progressive not there yet. as we should I'm be i'm
0: hoping to get there in my life i'd like to see that happen in my lifetime you know it what would. i'm saying even if i am on my deathbed i you know i'm i'm like 97 years old i'm on my way out and you know if if we have kids my kid comes up to me and goes mom guess what and I'm like, what? Like about to go into the light, and I'm like, what is it, honey? They're like, I have one more thing I need to tell you before before you end your journey here on Earth. What is it, my dear? They've legalized prostitution, me. Fuck yeah.
1: Death. Death Gone. right after. That's yeah. all you needed. That's
0: that's even if it's that late in my lifetime, I would still like to see us open up and have that happen in my lifetime in, in our lifetime. Because why is it legal over in Germany and Austria, but not over here? I don't get it.
1: Because they're, cool they're more progressive and we're not.
0: than we are in a lot of things, and in some things they're not. But that one? Yeah.
1: But so many people instead are looking to online sites like OnlyFans and Just for Fans to start their career in sex work uh-huh. because it's bringing it is bringing a lot of people like financial freedom. Like they don't have to like work under a schedule or work under a boss. They get like quick, fast money. You live your life how you want to uh-huh. under your own standards. People like it, boosts their self esteem and their self confidence. It's just fun. Like, yeah. people have a really good time doing it. Like, yeah. I, when it comes to people owning their own sites and like having their own system and being their own like boss in these sense, a lot of people enjoy it. I mean, besides mm-hmm. obviously the common hate that you're going to get online, but you're going to get
0: harassment is always going to be a part of really any profession ever. Any and this those. one's no different. Right. And this one's probably one of the worst when mm-hmm. it comes to. Especially online harassment and stalking and stuff like that. They, they really do get targeted, which is one of the biggest downsides to doing work like that, is people are going to have their opinions on what you do. You're going to hear it out the wazoo left and right, that what you're doing is disgusting, that it's sinful, that you're going to hell, that that's gross, that you're a whore. Like, and at the end of the day, fuck those guys. <laughs>
1: No, seriously, and there's so many, like, I was just listening to this one podcast, I was talking to somebody who had uh, OnlyFans, and they, like, blocked out the entire state that they lived in Mm -hmm. to, like, view their page. Which I'm like, I feel like that's a waste of... You're, you're missing out on a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And then also, too, I guess they had an older boyfriend. And, like, she could tell, like, they weren't really into it. But they were just being okay with it. And it just ended up being, like, super weird. And it's just, like, even the people that you're with cannot be down with it. Yeah, like, If it's something you want to do and you're having a great time and you're making fucking money, like, don't be fucking ashamed of that. And if there are people that are making you ashamed of it, they're not supposed to be in your
0: life. Yeah. And that's the thing, is if you do have a partner... And you do sex work, especially if you've been doing it before you met them. That's something that needs, you, you know, mm-hmm. should come up in conversation so that you're setting boundaries and making sure that everybody here is okay and safe and happy yeah. with their choices. It is kind of like a subcategory, almost a subcategory branch of polyamory, if you think about it. Not quite. But almost, it's like te- It's like walking up to the line and tiptoeing on top of it. You know, tightrope walking it.
1: But it's a job. It's a like job. At that point, no, you're just making content. Like it's not like there's any sexual like feelings, or if there's there's any like no, romantic feelings. No, no, Like, no. like I'm making my personal more.
0: sub. I personally do not like.
1: Yes, yeah, like it's just But the a man pays money. me. So it's a business transaction. He, he
0: like he pays me to be nice to him and send him things and so i do but whenever i have the chance to i'm purposefully cold with him so whenever he tells me that he's thinking about me i just go thanks as you should
1: oh and he gets off to that though or i just or i just tell them
0: or i or i tell him, i'm like as you should be or he'll be like i'm touching myself to you i'm like good and i just short quick responses and he lives for it He loves it. I need to find (laughs) me one of those. Uh, Well, I, I, you know, I could probably maybe help. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) But unfortunately, just as much as there is positive reasons to get into this line of work, there are plenty of negative reasons that somebody would have sadly gone into this field as well.
0: The number one is being forced, pressured, or, and heavy content warning, trafficked. Um, Human trafficking is a very serious issue, it's unfortunately a very common issue. I personally know somebody who was a targeted, who who became a target of human trafficking. They thankfully did not get taken, so but they came very, very close to it. And she was like 17 at the time. She was still a child, you know? Yeah. And it, it was very scary for her. Her mom was with her, so it was very scary oh for God. her mom. You know, her all of her siblings. Like, it was a very scary thing, and I remember reading that, and my heart just dropped because I'm like, because, you, you know, you hear stories about it yeah. all the time, but you, it's one of those things that you unfortunately don't think could actually happen to you mm-hmm. or to someone you know until it does.
1: Oh, yeah. And then
0: you realize, oh, shit, this, oh, no
1: is you know and, and that's kind of and
0: it i i don't i'm not proud to say that that was a mindset that i did used to have mm-hmm. So because you hear a lot about it and you're like eh, well is it really happening as much as people say it is or is it like you know because it's always dramatized on television shows like uh like svu and stuff like that and criminal minds or whatever so it's like is this actually like a serious issue or is it just something that's kind of you know played, played up, up for entertainment value which is sucks shouldn't be doing that first of all no um but it it was once I read that that I realized, oh, no, this is a this is an actual serious issue. And now, constantly online, especially on Facebook, I'm constantly p- seeing people share posts here in Phoenix about uh, possible human trafficking situations oh, and certain people time. in certain cars to mm-hmm. look out for in certain areas. A lot of the times it's parking lots of busy store, like, walmart parking lot hella busy people get taken in broad daylight and nobody notices one time that's what's scary is you're telling me because they're always saying you know not at night not at night always have a buddy they get take. they don't get taken at night
1: no it's uh, they the d- i mean
0: they do but statistically speaking you're more likely to get snatched in the middle of the afternoon and you can have all these people surrounding you and not a single person will notice
1: so one time I came out of a Walmart and I don't know maybe I should have done something I don't know what but it was fucking like a weird situation. I was walking out to my car with <coughs> my friends and we get out to my car and it was like the car that was two over from mine. There was a golf golf cart, a shopping cart sitting there, full of shopping, like full of groceries, full of groceries, and then like a unintended. purse. Yeah, unattended. No one around. No one in the car. No one there. It was just literally just sitting there next to a car, and I was like. That's the weirdest thing. Like nobody yeah. would just leave a whole ass grocery of carts in the middle of a parking lot.
0: Yeah.
1: And so like uh, we kind of sit there and like waited, like looked around, and was like, is anybody coming around? Is everyone standing like maybe around the shopping cart that we're not seeing? Nobody there. Look just completely abandoned, yeah. full of grocery cart. And I was like, did someone just get fucking taken? Like.
0: But that's another thing. Is a lot how of do the you time- know? Well, a lot of the times these traffickers and people who are kidnapping specifically women, and very, sometimes very, very, very young girls, are not only doing it in broad daylight, but they're using people's kindness to their advantage. So they're pretending. A lot of the times, these traffickers, it's not typically just a man. It's usually a man and a woman of some kind. And sometimes that woman was also a victim herself, who was then being forced to, you know, help which is oh, it makes me want to cry. Like it makes my, like I want like it makes me want to throw up. Um, but they'll pretend to be someone in need or somebody looking for a ride, you know somebody like stranded looking for a ride. Yeah. And that's that's how they they take full advantage of kind people who just want to help. Ugh. And it's a sad. It's
1: way awful. To go.
0: And the fact that it happens in broad daylight and nobody notices, that's what's terrifying.
1: Well, there was this whole thing, too, that even went around where um, there was this, like, online uh, gambling site or something mm-hmm. where all these women were, like, doing these, like, streams and they were playing, like, it was, like, online gambling, but it was, like, these sh- women that were on these streams. And I guess they all looked, like, either super exhausted, overworked. I know what overworked. you're about. Yeah, like, yeah. some of them were, like, were passing out and they were all, like, in, like bikinis and yeah, shit they
0: were they were in you know. but so there
1: was like saying that like these women were like some of these women looked a lot like missing people mm-hmm. s- like people that were missing reported missing. and had been
0: missing for some odd number of years
1: something like this was like some like weird traffic ring and like this is them like making that. money off of these women
0: do you remember the the wayfair child trafficking
1: yeah nothing happened situation that. It on just, like, that
0: that a was A huge
1: terrifying. thing, and then it, like, all got that quiet. Was,
0: that was scary. I want to know what happened with that, because that was that
1: I was think scary. that's one of those things we're never going to know exactly. Probably. And it's just going to be one of those things I got sucked under the rug, and they accidentally got caught, and yeah. they're just going to, like, like, oh, yeah, it's just some weird crazy thing. And, and
0: it's mainly because the thing that raised a lot of suspicions was, A, the price tags, but B, the names that were being put on these things, because they were actual names of missing people, and they weren't, like, standard run of the mill like... You know, basic white girl names. They were, they were definitely black girls, yes. Indian girls, Native Americans, like very, very specific, very unique names that you don't commonly hear, especially when it comes to furniture. I mean, unless you go to Ikea, but that's a whole different. No, it thing. was
1: definitely a super strange. It was
0: weird and it made me uncomfortable and made my stomach turn and just the, cause I feel like, A lot of people know that it's a danger and that it's you know happens, but I don't think they realize how often Often. and how much it's actually happening, especially for kids, like babies. Like I, I, when I say babies, I mean babies, like toddlers. They're like babies
1: into this shit.
0: Baby babies, like like newborn to three years old. That's a baby baby.
1: The tiny little. You know,
0: and that's awful and not fair. And thankfully, there are. Um, you know, companies and industries out there that are aiming to help a lot of actors. A lot of people say that actors shouldn't be getting into political things like that, but one of the number one um, uh, outspoken people against human trafficking and has single-handedly, like, helped be on FBI raids and and donated so much money to people who are victims is Ashton Kutcher. And people have tried yes. to tell him that, well, what do you know? You're just an actor. You need to sit down. He's like, no. It's because I'm an actor that I can help these people. I, I make a lot of money. I'm able to help give some of that money to people that have struggled and have suffered. And I want to do what I can to make sure that this doesn't keep happening because I have my own little girls, <laughs> and Lord forbid something happen to them.
1: And that's just knowing how to use your voice. And, and that's just knowing the how to. He, he's using
0: the platform that he has as a famous person. To speak out against this really serious crime that happens more often than we know it and right under our noses. And thankfully there are different ways to reach out and ask for help. One of the most universal is a hand sign. It is a very, um, it's very easy to kind of slide in very casually without people noticing but if you if if you're ever in a situation where you can't physically ask for help, um, first of all, nine one one operators are trained to deal with stuff like that. So if you start talking to them like it's a regular conversation, they will very quickly pick up on it, yeah, and will very quickly be able to help assist you as much as possible by asking very basic yes or no questions mm-hmm. to make it sound like a regular everyday conversation or like ordering a pizza. A lot, a lot of 911 operators are trained that if you call 911 and say, I'd like to place an order for a pizza, they under, and, the, and they say, are you aware that this is 911? They say, yes, I would like a large pepperoni. Then they catch on. They're like, okay, this person needs help. And because it's disguised as pizza delivery, you can give them the address. Yeah, very And cool. it's not going to raise suspicions to whomever else is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the universal hand sign is very simple. Uh, and it's very easy to use if you are able to get it on video or even in person if you're walking past and they're not paying attention and you need to signal to somebody that you need help. Put your palm, you take your thumb to the middle of your palm, and you close your fist. So one of these, very quick, very, you know, it just looks like you're, yeah, it it, it just kind of looks like you're, you know, trying to crack your knuckle or hide okay. your thumb. or It's a very quick, basic, you can do it from up here you can do it from down back behind you you can do it from you know off to the side like whichever way you need to do it is a universal hand signal that that person needs help
1: but it's the thumb inward it's, into it's the, the palm. thumb inward
0: into the palm with the four fingers then going over it
1: and it's the whole motion it's, it's a very it, right? it's
0: a very fluid yeah
1: you have to like do the whole motion it's
0: a very yes okay so that's a universal signal that you need help and of course there are always hotlines yes. that you may call the biggest one being the National Human Trafficking Hotline at one 373 7888 I do believe they also have a text yes. line, an SMS uh, line um, that you can text. It's like a six-digit number, I think, and you just send them a help, and, and they'll connect you to somebody. Um That can help you. So if you or someone you know is unfortunately a victim of trafficking, please know that there are things that you can do, people you can call to try to seek help.
1: But I think that's it, guys. That is our episode for the week.
0: So this one got a little heavy. (laughs) Towards the uh, end. Towards the end. But it's very important to talk about because when it comes to sex work, a lot of sex workers do end up getting either pressured or forced or they don't know any better or they're trafficked into it. So it's very important to talk about that side of thing and knowing and understanding that there can be some very serious risks involved in going into sex work and that you have to keep these things in mind before diving into it because a lot of people are like, oh, it's fun, quick, money. It can be, yeah. yeah. If you put in the work, it very much can be. But at the end of the day, there will always be people who are not going to support it, are going to be against it, are going to try to do everything that they can to stop it. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be harassment, bullying, stalking, and unfortunately things like trafficking and uh, companies taking advantage of young, vulnerable women. And men. And vulnerable young yes. men as well. Men also are get trafficked and forced into things. Um, but... Overall, I would say legalize prostitution, uh, regulate it like any other business, and please try to just be diligent if you do decide to go into this line of work. Do your research.
1: Important as all that is, we need to remember the history Mm -hmm. because hopefully, too, knowing the history and realizing how long this shit's been around since before Jesus, why not make this shit legal? You know,
0: well before Jesus, at least two and a half thousand years. We Before. have been
1: trying to sell our bodies the minute we figured out we had them. Since the of time. But thank you so much, guys. We will be back next week for sure. What, so what we're talking
0: if- about, we don't know yet. We're going to decide uh, right now.
1: All right, but we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, follow us here on YouTube. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere you listen to your podcast, And keep up with us on all of our social medias, linked down below.
0: And be sure to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you can be notified whenever we post a new video or go live next. And then I think we forgot to say our names at the very beginning. So that's Cody, and I'm Pixie. (laughs)
1: And we'll be here next week to host But Sex, where we always talk Talk about about nothing nothing but but sex. sex.
0: Bye, babies. Bye.